Hey everybody, welcome once again to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. This is of course episode 125, and today we're going to figure out where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Yes, um, I, I'm actually not too familiar with this. I do remember there being a television show, so I'm very excited to learn all about it as, uh, as you guys do as well, or get a refreshing, refreshing course on it, if you're not familiar with it, so we're going to see how that goes. Should be a lot of fun. But before we get into the episode, this week's uh, this week's podcast is being brought to you by Compound Pro Wrestling. If you are a fan of independent pro wrestling, I highly recommend checking out Compound Pro Wrestling located here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I am currently the Compound Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. And you can see all of my amazing matches with the Compound Pro Wrestling Best of DVDs. If you go to CompoundProWrestling.com, you can get Volumes 1 through 5 on DVDs featuring the likes of Aaron Anders, Rex Andrews, Ryan Davidson, Gavin Dixon, Psycho Sawyer, Dustin Heritage, Duke Swellington, and the list goes on and on. A lot of guys you've probably heard on Breaker and Bane's Power Hour are all available at CompoundProWrestling.com. Volumes 1 through 5 is all as well as the story of Aaron Anders, a documentary bio DVD on Aaron Anders, including eight of his best Compound Pro Wrestling matches. It's an amazing DVD. Um, the Aaron Anders DVD runs for $12. The best of Compound DVDs are $7 a piece. Or you can get any two for $12 or any three for $17. So really, really good deals. Check it out. CompoundProWrestling.com. Check all that out. Get you some DVDs and support a local independent pro wrestling company. We're putting on great shows every single week here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And that's why we're putting them on DVD so that other people who maybe want to support pro wrestling or, or want to see what independent pro wrestling is. Because I know a lot of people love pro wrestling. They watch the WWE, but they've never really watched independent pro wrestling. And uh, honestly, independent pro wrestling is a lot of fun. And, and you know, we personally love it when you when you take advantage of it you know and, and you support us and you watch it and you, you talk about the product and you let people know that there's other wrestling out there and to me that's such a feeling of satisfaction when other people watch our stuff and be like wow i really enjoyed that because uh, not all wrestling is wwe just like movies there are great indie movies no there's certainly bad indie movies but there's great indie movies as well and that's what's so good about um what we do here at compound pro wrestling so check it out compound pro wrestling Dot com, great DVDs, $7 a piece, 3 for 17 and the Aaron Anders uh, Story DVD. All available, CompoundProWrestling.com. But now, it's time for Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. End of intro, start of episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 125. Of course, this is Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Now, I knew about this franchise. I didn't know a lot about it. Um, we're going to kind of learn about it together, as a matter of fact, because I remember a game show back on, I believe it was Nickelodeon, mid-90s, and the, the theme song was like, Where in the world is Garmin San Diego? And it's something about that, there's a hook there, and it kind of stays with you. And I just remember always hearing about it, but didn't really watch much. So now we are going to figure it out. Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego is an educational video game released in 1985. It is the first product in the Carmen Sandiego franchise. The game was distributed with The World Almanac and Book of Facts, published by Pharaoh's Books. Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego was included in some software packages with the Amiga 500. An updated version of the game was released in 1989, entitled Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego Enhanced. That did not have the Almanac comp copy protection, but disc-based copy protection. A remake, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego Deluxe, was released in 1992. 
This version featured additional animation and a reworked interface from the 1985 version. Some of the bonus features included digitized photos from National Geographic, over 3,200 3, clues, music from the Smithsonian Folksways recordings, 20 villains, 60 countries, and 16 maps. CD-ROM versions for DOS and Macintosh were released in 1992, and a Win Windows version was released in 1994. This game is not to be mistaken from the 1996 rebooted version, sometimes mistakenly called the deluxe version. Uh, the goal of the game is to track Carmen's villains around the world, arrest them, and ultimately arrest Carmen herself. The player begins the game by first going to the country where the crime took place and then obtaining hints from various sources on where the thief went next, leading to a chase around the world to find the thief before time runs out. Each case begins with the user being alerted that a spectacular theft has been committed, starting by first traveling to the scene of the crime. The player is given several opportunities to collect clues about the suspect's next location, which come in the form of pun-filled wordplay about the target place. There are 30 countries that can be visited in the game, and each is identified by the name of, the, of a prominent city. Though this city is not always consistent with the image of the country shown in the game, for example, Lima is given for Peru, but the game instead shows an image of Machu Picchu. If the player travels to an incorrect location, they receive nonsensical clues and will have to backtrack to the previous location to try again. If the player travels, travels to the correct location, a simple animation of an obvious but otherwise harmless vile henchman lurking across the screen is played. The gameplay continues to repeat in this manner as the player travels from location to location several times before catching up to the criminal. The case will be lost if the user runs out of time throughout the game. My screen shut off on me, that son of a bitch. Um, the time is shown as the hour accompanied by the day of the week and every action taken in the game. Questioning a witness, traveling to another country, etc. causes a few hours to elapse at the start of a game. A deadline is given by which point the crook must be arrested, and if that time has passed, the case is lost and the crook escapes. The time given in the game uh, do not take changes of time zones into account. The player will occasionally be given information on the suspect, enabling the player to exclude all but one of the suspects in Interpol databases of vile members. Once the player eliminates all but one suspect, Interpol issues an arrest warrant against that individual. If a player enters a combination of attributes that eliminates it, all possible members of the database, the game will inform the player to that effect and refuse to issue any warrant once the player reaches the final location. The animation of the nearby vile henchman becomes more aggressive and implies imminent danger in any clues that the player receives. Simply suggests that they should watch their back. Investigating further clues lead to a chase scene and the attempted apprehending apprehending of the thief which results in an off-screen fight which will be successful if and only if a warrant for that particular suspect was issued but if there was no warrant and my screen shut off again that son of a bitch which will be successful only if a warrant for that particular suspect was issued was issued if there was no warrant issued or the warrant issued is for someone else besides the suspect the police will lose the fight allowing the thief to escape causing a lone remaining policeman to walk away defeated each successful mission 
is noted in the player's record and they will occasionally go up in rank. Before being promoted, the user has had to correctly answer a geography question with the help of a reference book that was included with the program. This was included as a form of protection against discopying. Each rank gives harder assignments with more locations to travel to before arriving at the final one. In the final case, the culprit is Carmen San Diego herself, and apprehending her lands a player in the Hall of Fame. The Master System version players um, quite diff- uh, plays quite different than the other versions. Rather than the menu-based system, when you land in a city, you move around a sprite-based detective on the respective buildings to get a warrant or back to the airport to travel. You will also need to duck or jump knife attacks from henchmen and gun attacks from Carmen's gang. The timing of which takes some getting used to if you are... Uh, if you are hit, you lose time recovering. In the deluxe version, the advocate explains the game features photos from locations around the world, overlaid and animated sequences of the criminals in action, music and sound effects. Each container, each location contains three sources of clues. The user could either question a bystander, search the area, or call CrimeNet. Bystanders and CrimeNet provided a clue as to the suspect's location, and on occasion additionally stated something about the suspect. Searching the area turned up an object that exclusively provided a clue as to the suspect's location. The game was the first in the series to feature dialogue spoken aloud, although most information still appeared in written form. So that's a that's a lot of information about about what this game actually is. Now I'm very curious the fact that this was like a computer game that many many years later was transferred to a uh, you know a a Super Nintendo game and a Sega game. Kind of makes me wonder if it's actually going to be um the same stuff because I could see this being much different. But you know. We'll give it a shot and see see what we can come up with. I am going to look to see if I can find any information on the uh, on the video on the uh, TV show because I liked the TV show as a kid and I didn't get to see a whole lot of it. Um, I, I I remember specifically seeing one episode and um, you know it was kind of an edu- obviously an educational type based show. Um, which makes sense considering that's yeah the game show that that's what you know was popular at the time. There's a lot of game shows for kids. Um, five seasons. I don't remember that at all. Two hundred ninety-five episodes. It was a PBS show. It wasn't Nickelodeon. I was incorrect about that. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Is an American half-hour children's uh, television game show based on the Carmen San Diego computer game series. Program aired on PBS from September '91 to December '95, and reruns airing until October '96. Greg Lee hosted the program in the role of Acme Special Agent, in charge of training new recruits. He was joined by Lynn Thingpin as the chief, and a cappella performing group Rockapella, who served the show in-house band and comedy troupe. The series was recorded in New York City, and co-produced by PBS stations WKED and WGBH. Um, each episode consists of three, contest- three contestants, typically 10 to 14 years of age, answering the questions that determine the location of one Carmen San Diego's of one of Carmen San Diego's hitchmen. Contestants are referred to as gumshoes throughout the program in reference to private detectives that are starting out in the field. The program received the George Foster Peabody Award in '93. The program's theme song, written by Sean Altman and David Yazbek, has maintained public awareness over the years. In 2001, TV Guide ranked the show. At number 47 on its list of the 50 greatest game shows of all time. 
So that's pretty interesting, right? Um, I mean, I knew that the, there's something. There was something pretty phenomenal about the theme song. It just is stuck in your head, and I think that's you know the hook to to really any thing is to, to get that hook. Anyway, though, that kind of gives us a little bit of background information on what, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego is all about, which, my God, what a wordy name. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? But something about the theme song that stays with you. So, um, anyway, I hope Big Underscore Bane enjoys typing this in the, uh, in the information when the podcast actually uploads. In your face, Bane! Ha 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 ha! <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for joining me on this portion don't go anywhere because I'm going to play the game right after this and we're going to see exactly what this is all about. Don't go anywhere because the show is not over yet. I always laugh that I have to say that, you know, the show's not over yet. Obviously it's not over. I mean, it's only been going about half the time is listed, so. But I need some type of a sign-off to know that I'm done and a point of where to start back. So, yeah, I'm probably not going to stop saying that at any point. So, anyway, yeah, the show's not over yet, as you know, because I'm going to be back. I'm going to play Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. This is episode 125, as you already know, and I'm about to dive into Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Uh, this is kind of an interesting one. Um, I got to play it for just a minute here before I started recording, make sure the game was going to work correctly. And I think this will be a, a much different type of game than we're used to here on the show. But that's not always a bad thing, right? It's always good to have something slightly different from time to time. And uh, I'm going to dive into it and kind of see what it's all about. Game's loading up right now. There's like a dude in a trench coat running across the screen. Not really sure why. And the police are after him. Okay. We'll go with English since that's the only language I speak. Carmen's gang has pulled another caper. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I'm trying to find her. I've got like a detective keyboard here. Um, please identify yourself, okay? It's pretty easy. B A Y N. I am Bane. What is your sex? Well, I would say female, but that would be offensive to Bane, so I will say male. Enter your security access code. If you are new, just press start. I am new. Flash, National Treasure Stolen from Budapest. The treasure has been identified as a rare Transylvanian coffin collection. Male suspect rec reported at the crime scene uh, at the scene of the crime. Your assignment tracked the thief from Budapest to his hideout and arrest him. You must apprehend the thief by Sunday, 5 p.m. Good luck, Rookie Bane. Uh, Budapest, the capital of Hungary, was once two cities, Buda and Pest, separated by the du Danube River. So we've got a couple of options here. A flight and options, which is if I hit options about Carmen show passwords like language. Review brief. Basically it's just where I can leave. Um, search. Hotel, library, or marketplace. Let's search the hotel. I mean if I was a thief and I just stole some coffins 
first place I'd go is take a nap. It's 11 a.m. House detective. My sources tell me he asked about the exchange rate for Francis, for Franks, French Franks. Search. So he was there. Search the library. Reference library. I saw the person you're looking for, and he was looking for a book of Turag creation myths. Marketplace. I'm not really sure exactly what I'm doing here. The person you're looking for was here, and he wanted to buy Turag and artifacts. He has red hair. Red feature. Nope, I didn't see a feature vehicle. Okay, it's kind of interesting. Suspects: uh, Scar, Grenolt, Lynn Bulk. Scar Grenold's a full guitarist, uh, likes to play croquet, blah, 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 blah. This is kind of a unique game. I'm not really sure exactly what, but I. Tacos. Where's a hat? Hmm. Hmm. Warrant. sure exactly what they're wanting me to do here. Going back to the library, I don't know if this will do me any good. Just give me the same clues. I feel like I found the guy, but it's not working like I wanted to. Am I doing something wrong?
Hmm. Okay, I now have a warrant to arrest Scar Graynold. Okay, let's arrest him. How do I do that? Oh, he was asking about French francs. He's probably in Paris. That's probably what I needed to do. Airport. Let's see my information you can find at the airport. Is anyone suspicious? No one at the airport, really? I, I really doubt that. You son of a bitch. It sucks there's no music on this game. Maybe he's not here at all. Let's go to the foreign ministry, try that place. So nothing in Paris, clearly. I need to get out of here. I'll go to Bamako. Go to the bank, check it out. Vile henchman, you must be on the right track. I heard he had changed his money to Cruzados. Okay. Go to the harbor, check there. A suspicious person was here and he sailed in a schooner flying a green, blue, and yellow flag. Check the palace. All I know is that he drove away in a vehicle flying a green, blue, and yellow flag. So obviously green, blue, yellow flag is a big thing here. This is a very confusing game. This is not like a typical game. I have a warrant to arrest him. How do I arrest him?
I don't know. This is kind of an, an interesting idea, but it's kind of a tough game to play. So I'm going to go and stop it there and say that uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego does not go on the list of favorite games played here on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. I, it was kind of Clue-esque, where it's like you're trying to find information, and I dig that, but it just... Elements of it I didn't really understand. I feel like it would be a game I would need to spend some more time on to really understand and figure out. And sadly, it didn't have that much time. So, we're going to chalk that one up to as a bit of a failure here on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. But that's okay, because we got a good game coming up next week. We had World Heroes last week, which was a surprise runaway hit. Really enjoyed doing that one. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been episode 125. Make sure to follow the other podcasts that me and Big Underscore Bane do. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo, this show. The Obscure Superstar Spotlight, it drops every other Wednesday. The Breaker and Bane Network, which drops every Monday. A new show like Pop Culture Pandemonium, The Podcast Night Wars. Brian Breaker versus the Game Boy Advance. Bane, A Bitch with His Phone. Or Clash of the Comics. All kinds of good shows on that podcast feed. As well as our flagship podcast, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, which drops every Sunday. So check that out. All of those are available if you search BBPH on iTunes, or you can find them at BreakerandBane.com. Also, check out our Redbubble tab, um, or Redbubble store. If you hit the Redbubble tab on BreakerandBane.com, it goes to our Redbubble store, and there are all kinds of amazing things you can find there. Um, you can find... Breaker and Bane's Power Hour t-shirts, Brian Breaker t-shirts, Bane t-shirts, you can get them in coffee mugs, stickers, all kinds, like almost any kind of merchandise you can possibly think, travel mugs, all kinds of good stuff is all available at the Redbubble tab at BreakerandBane.com. So check that out, see what we got going, make it happen. It's good stuff. And also check out my Pro Wrestling Tea store, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. I have 12 designs that are currently available. Um, all the shirts are $19.99. They're all made to order as well. So you, you pick up a shirt there. It is made right then and there and shipped directly to your house and they pay me money for it. So it helps me out and it helps out, um, all the independent pro wrestlers across the world. So you want to help out a pro wrestler or a podcaster? ProWrestlingTees.com is the way to do it. You can buy my shirt and Macho Man Randy Savage shirt or Ahmed Johnson shirts, whatever you want to do. It's all available at ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, forward slash Brian Breaker, of course. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to episode 125. This has been Where in the World is Carbon San Diego. I'm Brian Breaker, and thank you once again for joining me on this fantastic 16-bit journey through the world that is retro gaming. I'll see you guys in seven days. <laughs>